0: Hey guys, just wanted to share a message from our sponsor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tool allows you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor.fm.
1: So you want to be an actor? Well, you're probably gonna to have to move to a big city. Today we're gonna to tell you how to do that.
0: You're tuned in to Afterbuzz TV, the ESPN of TV Talk. Now, let the buzz begin.
1: Yes, moving out. <laughs> Roxy, you ready to move out? Oh, yeah. Good yes.
0: kick. I didn't even know we were Isn't doing this nice? one, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, you got to move out. Listen, if you want to be an actor, you can absolutely start in your home community. It's not a problem. But if you want to be a professional actor, a working actor, you're going to have to move to a major city. Uh, you, so historically, it's been L.A. and New York, then Chicago got in the mix, and now it's even uh, stronger. You could go to Atlanta. You could go to New Orleans. You can go to New Mexico. Um, you know, get new citizenship and go to Vancouver or Toronto. But that's where things are happening. So you're gonna have to uh, get prepared and get everything all your ducks in a row to make that move. So. Today we are going to talk about that on After Buzz. I am here with my fabulous co-host Roxy Stryer, as always. Last
0: week I was fabulous and amazing. This week I'm just fabulous. fabulous. I don't know what I did to yeah. lose the title. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, you had a couple more layers of like a, you had a cool like it was a vest, brighter color it was a brighter situation. Color. So, yeah. so I mean, fabulous. And that's not bad. I'll
0: get it back next time. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I know you will. And then <laughs> one of my uh, oldest and dearest acting friends uh, is. Chris Darga, friend, uh, technically. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's odd that uh, <laughs> this is going to be on the internet, and it's not. They're not going to enforce the restraining order.
0: Oh, oh good. yeah. Well, that's yeah. always good. Is yeah. it yeah. one that's
1: sided, always, and two sided? Oh, it's two sided. 2, sides. Sides. Oh, two, oh, two oh, sided restraining order. Yeah, good yeah, yeah. It's not weird. supposed to be within. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, six yeah. inches. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we just were. That's why uh, your guy came in and measured six and a quarter. So we're really good. Yeah,
0: it's looking good right now. Yeah,
1: looking really good. So listen, before. Uh, we get started with any of um, talking about what you have to do to get ready to come to LA, New York or a big city Uh, we talked about having a segment each week about my week and what happened to me acting wise in the business so this week um, in terms of the play that I was talking about turning into a pilot um, my partner had to deal with some uh personal stuff business stuff so we're putting that on hold for now but still in the works once he gets that going we're going to get our writing schedule back on track but uh, an independent movie that i wrote a couple years ago crust which is a horror comedy um i networked you know i i met uh a, a, one of my friends did a short he said oh that's produced by this woman i was going to do the short it didn't work but i talked to her and said do you have financing for independent movies we met we talked and she's interested in helping me sign on to my independent film wow so that was good news that happened yesterday and then after i put goes put on hold and released last week this week i did a self-tape at my house on a tuesday night wednesday i'm sorry monday night tuesday night they said you're on hold get your passport ready you're probably going to vancouver the next day i was all excited ready to go and like seven o'clock on tuesday night they said they pulled the pin so it's so close and it's funny because it's ironic that I'm talking to Chris here because we were talking that kind of a slow summer and a couple of – one of my friends, Brian George, who I did Employee of the Month with, he got a series and then Chris and I were talking and he got like six jobs in, the, in like five or six jobs. Five years. jobs in
2: the last uh, uh, you know couple months. Congratulations. Yes. One is yeah. – not, it's not until October but –
1: yeah, but I mean booked all these so I was kind of like, oh, it's my time. And then I was close and so I'm getting there and I have another one tomorrow. So.
0: So, do you find when it's slow for you? It's usually fast for your friends and when it's fast for you?
1: No, we're, we're usually all in the yeah, semi because the business is so cyclical.
2: Summer is yes. always dead. No yeah. matter what, summer is dead. Yeah. Usually after July, beginning of
1: August, things start to pick up and, right. and for now, episodic now season yeah. and things like that and even Netflix and shows like that kind of Got your happy price, price line. That, that I found because they were like, oh, with Netflix and things, it's going to be year round, which it is kind of, but it's not necessarily. Uh, but most of it, it does go through the seasons, just like regular TV.
0: Have you have you shaken it off yet? That you got those two things on hold. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We're gonna have an episode about auditioning and how to shake it off yeah. and things like forget, that. But let it go and move yeah, on. Yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, the main thing for me is, you know, I used to give myself when I started this business, I'd give myself a day, and then it went to twelve hours, then it went to, and now at this age, I give myself like an hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Ninety minutes. Yeah, top. ninety well, minutes tops, and you know, because there's nothing you can really do, and right. you 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 get disappointed, and that's fair. You wanted the job. But you know at this at this level that you just don't have control over this. And it's things. never personal
2: and yeah. Yeah. The only thing you have control over is the audition. Then then boom, it's done. It's out of your hands. Nothing you can do to control who they cast or what they want or what yeah. they're looking for. So you just gotta learn to f- Forget about it and move on. It helps if you have another audition coming up the next day. But-
1: right, right, and also for me, I had the meeting with the producer about my film, so that was something to look forward to. And I've got tickets to Parliament Funkadelic tomorrow night, so and I would have missed that got too. And you've this show, and which I is have the this most show. important. Yes, which is the most important. Now, do we talk about uh, Chris's fabulous career? Did yeah, have- yeah. So Chris, like me, we talked about you know that that we've done pretty much every genre. Chris has, like me, probably done every genre, big budget, low budget, or... Uh, major movies, small movies, kid shows. Adult films. Adult films, which... Uh, <laughs> was in which, Europe. You, know, you couldn't it was find in, them You anymore. can't find them Does so that have to do with the
0: six inches between uh, you guys? That's Yeah, yeah. Ixnay, Ixnay Roxanne. Stop. You're
1: opening up a can of work. Jeff, can we cut that part of the video? Chris's lawyer is, is on his way in.
0: <laughs> oh. So we
1: gotta really be careful about all that. But anyway, yeah, so we've done all different types of movies and... Uh, He and I met at the Groundlings, so we'll talk about how we know each other. We were in the Groundlings. I was there from, I think, 88. I started in the Sunday show. I left in 91.
0: So I think if anybody's listening to this, they probably know what the Groundlings is, but in case. Uh, It's a comedy
1: improv sketch uh, school in Los Angeles. That has uh, started the careers of so many people. Back when we were there, it was starting Kathy Griffin and Lisa Kudrow, Lisa Kudrow, Julia Sweeney, and- Julia Sweeney. Um, Pee Wee Herman was there. Elvira was there. Phil started Hartman. there, Phil Hartman. Um, and, and it went to like Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell right. and Kristen Wiig. And a lot Melissa of your favorite McCarthy. SNL people. Yeah, a lot yeah. of comedy people came from there. And of course, SNL came. Uh, the month before I got into the Groundlings, and then the month after I left the Groundlings. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I, it's and eight. so I was, I was on one, a good friend of mine said, you need to learn how to act, because I was trying to audition and I couldn't do it. And they said, listen, you have to back off the, um, you have to back off the comedy stuff and learn. It was Patrick Bristow. Hmm. said, you need to learn how to just act and, and, Basic acting, so you could audition. Because did was you grow so up
0: taking classes or? No, anything?
1: I just did plays, a ton of plays. So I didn't know how to do it. So I went to Playhouse West and started studying drama. And Chris actually proceeded into the main company of the Groundlings. Mm. Uh, with well, you you friends. didn't you were going to get into the
2: main company, but yeah. you got a movie and you couldn't yeah. do it or something. Well, right? no, or,
1: I actually chose to because there it was all really weirdly political. But no, I actually it wasn't that I got a movie. I actually said. You know what? I'm going to bow out for the – I was extended one time. There was a vote, and I didn't get in. And then the second vote was coming up, and I thought, you know what? I, I've i got to go learn how to be a dramatic actor. Also, for anybody so, at
0: home who doesn't know, it's a school in which right, you, you Sunday go, company uh, is an accomplishment within itself to get into. But then right. getting into main company is incredibly difficult, and of right. the thousands of people who go through the school, yeah. uh, there's – Dozens that, that get, don't make that, it, yeah. So uh, we were very ago, fortunate,
1: yeah. and we were at a time when you could move through it at, at a reasonable It was pace. quicker. It was like now 18 months. It's seven, months seven, years like or seven, seven years is the average. Yeah,
0: because I... So literally I. It's years. literally seven that's years. Um, we I, got through
2: in two, or I did so it. So you're like, like in your late 50s by the yeah, time you yeah, get
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's very intense now, and they have added levels, and then most people end up having to take Writer's Lab like four times, and then, yeah... It's a a very long process.
1: So we were back, and, and, you know, now it's very competitive because it is a breeding ground for Saturday Night Live. When we were there, we were all such fans of each other. We were so, like, you would finish a sketch and run behind so you could watch everyone else do their stuff. It was so fun. Everyone helped each other out, and... You know, now it seems to be a little more competitive. I think
0: it depends you know, on the person, you know. of course. There yeah, it depends on the really people supportive. and the teacher. Yeah. yeah, of
1: course, of course. I can't make blanket statements, but I shall. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then we kept in touch. I did a well, years later, I did a play about uh, a friend of ours, John Serenkin. I did a play about, we both had little uh, babies, and so we did a play about. Uh, uh, dad, dad was called Daddy and Me about like a Mommy and Me daycare thing in the day that the daddies go it was a big farce we cast Chris in it because he was one of our friends that was really fun not and, because he
0: was ridiculously talented no 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 no, no, no.
1: <laughs> no just a friend yeah. just a got re- it well because <laughs> we knew that he would curl up and cry if we didn't cast and him. I had the van so I could drive yeah yeah everybody. he had the van
0: so. oh what yeah. a good asset <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
1: and, then, uh, and then after that uh, we got together one time and we had heard about these you know Um, workshops where you travel and so we got together and we created a workshop about the two-year plan and the two-year plan was what we're going to talk about today this is today specifically we're going to talk about prepping for the two-year plan to move what you should do to get ready to move and we actually did it in nashville once because we were this is why we're actors and not business people once we thought oh this is a great idea people were going to hire us well, the problem was bringing in two people, two hotel rooms, two plane tickets wasn't very. Uh, it's twice as expensive. Yeah, twice, twice as expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but when we did it in Memphis, I know of three people who have moved out, and one of them will be here next week to talk about how that day literally changed his life. And he moved out.
0: So, did you guys take, pull together what you had done to move out, and what you had done to move out, and decide what was the best method, or did you guys think, "Huh, these are the things we wish we did before we came out here"? Probably
2: both of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we drew from our own experience, and then mm-hmm. we drew
1: from things that we wish we had done. Right. right. Exactly. So, uh-huh. uh, what, what? Yeah, that's a, that's kind of what we did. And I remember just, just sitting in my office, and we were just spitting out things that go, well, that's not as important. Well, this is important. And then we honed it down into a really concise list. And um, so, and then now with, I actually do a lot of Skype coaching. um, And, you know, these people will say, well, uh, now I need to know what to do next. And I just coached a girl who was in Arkansas and just moved out like three months ago. And I used, you know, the stuff that we came up with. And it's really helped people. Um, and I
0: think that people should always look at where they're taking their advice from before they take their advice. So not only were you guys in Groundlings together, but you have been working for decades right. as actors in this uh, industry. Chris, you have a crazy list of credits just like Sean does, yeah. um, like you said, in every single genre. So it's it's pretty it's pretty wild to check out some of your yeah. uh, different looks. You're a chameleon, my friend.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've been fortunate – it, it, it's good and it's bad to be right. a chameleon because you can't really get pegged in a certain thing right uh, you know when so you're, they don't when yeah you're so you're not a go-to guy everything. but then it can be bad in a sense because they can't peg you in a certain
1: thing right go, and well, and we we've we've talked about this a hundred you know tons of times where commercially they'll say oh we want you to uh we're we're casting the guys in the office or the guys in the bleacher or the guys in the elevator they're never going to put guys less, like us in that we're never just going to be one of many faces. So our faces stand out, which is great. But then in the same vein, we're not going to fly under the radar. You know, there's friends like Kenny Moscow and those guys. Do you remember? They yeah. were just kind of middle-of-the-road guys that could do... Just, they looked know. like they'd be friendly and likable. Yeah, friendly and likable. We were always like the... Yeah.
2: You know, if there's a good salesman and a bad salesman, we were the bad yeah, salesman. Yeah, we were always or the we bad the,
1: Or the goofy salesman. or we the were flaky, product X. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which is fun. I mean, yeah, to me it's, which it's is much more fun. It's much like, more comedic. Yeah. I never did any... I never did one... I think I did one serious commercial. One, But I was still like upbeat and quirky. <laughs> but I... Oh, I, but only in a serious did comedy. I only did comedy commercials. Did you ever do a serious commercial? No. no never. Yeah, never. What never. would you I say the did.
0: number one thing to both of you? People come up to you and say, oh, my God, I know you from this thing. What is the most recognizable you feel?
1: It, See, uh, that's just it. Like, yeah, because you, you really- and I talked about this off air one time. It depends on who you're talking to. Right. So for me... And when you're talking to them. Yeah, like a horror fan would know me from People Under the Stairs, where women from 18 to 40 know me from Never Been Kissed, and you probably have the same kind of thing. Uh, it's
2: like, Seinfeld a lot because they rerun the crap out of that. And, right, and uh, I'm getting friends
1: a, now for the same a, reason. A funny story. Right. I, I was uh,
2: shooting one of the Capital One commercials. I, I was one of the Viking guys back you know, four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. and. And uh, we were down in New Orleans and they, we were on this float they made to look like a big catapult. And we're all in costume and we're launching beads to the crowd. They had thousands of extras there. And we're in full makeup with beard and yeah. scar and helmet and everything. And there's a little lull in the shooting. And I hear a little voice from the crowd say, Hey, it's the limo driver from Seinfeld. <laughs>
0: I wish that made the commercial. I, yeah, exactly That'd be yeah. amazing. But yeah. it's
2: like it's so random, and I get people who think they went to school with me, or yeah, you know, the same you know, thing where yeah. they go like, to hey, their I went church. Went on. Or,
0: yeah, you
1: know, right.
0: That's fine, I did that to Henry Winkler on a plane. I was like my basketball coach. Was <laughs> oh, like, no. No. Did you really? I was like Phil. <laughs> Phil, I know you. Oh, no. Yeah, seventeen, <laughs> moving out here. That was my first. How do I know
1: you? Yeah, oh, that's funny. Well, yeah. so listen, we want to help you. uh, You know, attack your dream. And, like you know, this show is about the show and the business. And this incorporates both to get you ready, if you're going to try to be a professional actor, what you need to do at home before you move. The things you need to do to get ready.
0: Or if you were raised in a big city, what you need to do to prep, to to actually take that leap.
1: Right, to take that leap. So number one, we want to say, is to log experience in actual acting so you can take I, I teach a lot in memphis and there's a great guy forrest pruitt Indie acting school of memphis i to go to workshops there they uh this is where the woman went who now moved out here um they you know go to find any acting classes in your hometown if you can't do that obviously you want to do it you know high school plays um your school plays community theater yep you can do community theater um any kind of community theater and now even at home now which we never had this opportunity is get your iphone get some friends together write something fun or funny or scary or anything i mean spielberg did it with super eights you know put yourself on camera get Practice writing scenes. Practice acting in scenes. Do whatever you can to get as much experience as possible. Watch, watch endlessly. Watch movies. Watch TV shows. Watch old movies. Watch new movies. Yeah, we'll get to that part. uh, What do you think about?
0: Did you guys grow up reading any of those one-minute monologue books or anything like that, and and Mm -hmm. trying to like practice those? I never
1: did that because I was just. Involved in, in theater. theater, I started when I was little, and I mean, I remember directed Rumpelstiltskin oh. at my elementary school, wrote and or directed. You directed. And, I directed and school. starred in it in fifth grade, mm. and uh and then I did. And you were hell to work with too. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. They That's still they still talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you mention it to any of the people who went to, were just you Rumpelstiltskin? I was Rumpelstiltskin. Is that yeah, your first no. role? No, uh, no, no! I had done other things before that, but no, I. That's uh, nepotism. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, exactly. do you remember
0: your first one?
1: I was Uncle Chris, and I remember Mama in eighth grade play. Yeah,
0: mm, I was the bowl of mush in Good Night Moon. Nice. There you go. Yes, there was, was a great bowl of mush. Best. Thank you very much.
1: I could see it. That's kind of why you went from amazing and fabulous to just fabulous. Just, yeah, just a fabulous mushy, bowl. Of little mushy. Mush. Yeah, I get that.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, secondly, very practical. You got to save money. You have to save up. You want to come out here and at least have a cushion of the first thirty days that you're here. Oh, at would, least, well,
2: thirty days, but I would I would say at least three or four months of yeah. worth of rent.
1: So listen, Ex- we li- this, rent is
2: very expensive in L.A. now. Right. When we started; you could get a place for four hundred bucks a month. Now, yeah. You, you
1: know, now like you're lucky to bucks. get something
2: for at least a thousand.
1: And yeah. that's you, you if may-
0: you're willing to have roommates. roommates. And, right. and you, if
1: you have roommates, obviously that price goes down. Um, what I, um, what I would say at the very least is have money to get yourself started but then, you know, a $5,000 cushion at the very least. Look into the The city you're moving
0: into as well because right right now we're talking about Los Angeles prices. Obviously, if you're going to New York that almost doubles for a lot of these things. But
1: if you go to Atlanta or New Orleans or New Mexico, it's cheaper there. Or if you're living
0: outside of the city and commuting in, whatever it is that you're doing, check out the prices. You can do that on any of those, RadPad, Zillow, whatever your your choice is. Well, to
1: me, the, the other thing is also so you're gonna learn to you have to start learning to live lean anyway, because you're gonna have to learn live lean Yeah, well, live lean, live lean when you get to LA, so you may as well start practicing now. Live below your means. Absolutely. Yeah. When, when I, we were fortunate
2: when I moved out here, my I got married in Michigan and right. and we got a lot of cash for our wedding. So right. we, we had our little nest egg to come out here mm-hmm. and we didn't, both didn't have to find jobs right away. And, right. You know, but every, obviously people aren't going to have that circumstance, but the, the more or maybe money you just
0: get married for the money and you then could. See there if you go. can do that. Yeah. And then dump yeah. them it's when you get tip. here. a good tip. Yeah. Dump them. Yeah. Good advice. Absolutely. But the, you know,
2: you, because it's so expensive to live here, you have to have a car.
1: Uh, and you have to have roommates and you, things like that. We'll talk about that in the, when we get to the two-year You, two year you just need too. to have a little bit of a nest
2: egg before you come out. You can't come out here with nothing because yes. you'll end up on the streets.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so
0: you think even if it takes you a year longer to get here, stay where you are, save up, and then Yeah, there's things you
1: can do. It, that's what we're talking about today. There's things you can do at home to get you ready so you don't... Literally like walk off the bus, look around and go, you know, what what's going on here? I have no idea. Right. So this actually will prep you. So that year of saving money and doing the stuff we're talking about here will actually benefit and hopefully be a shortcut for when you actually get here well and we've we've also both of us taught workshops and and i've had
2: students from the workshops call me and say yeah i'm ready to move out and uh, is there yeah. anything you could help me with or any advice you have and i'll give them and tell them everything i know if i know of an apartment that's leasing sure. or if i know of someone who's looking for a roommate or selling you know, a car or anything or or uh, yeah. a manager or somebody who's who's looking for new people yeah. and that kind of thing you know
1: yeah i'm one of my students right now is a, a friends from facebook He, uh, or a high school friend, but he reached out to me on Facebook, said my niece is coming out. And now I privately teach her once a week and she's part of my improv troupe at uh, Playhouse West. Wow! So, you know, but then I also just sent her pictures to my commercial agent and, and, you know, so obviously if you have a connection, use it. The other thing you have to do is get ready to uh, figure out how you're going to get around the town that you're going to. Maybe in New York you don't need to get a car right. and uh maybe atlantas probably not good to get a th- car in new york yeah apparently. probably not yeah. but but in los angeles you probably need one but nowadays you have the option to say way out for yourself and your budget is it more expensive for me to own a car with the insurance and parking and all that stuff? Or do I just take Uber and buses, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and
0: also there's things like Zipcar, where you can rent a car for the day right. by the hour. There are right. people who ride these birds everywhere if you're going right. to be living locally to where you're working or anything like that. Yeah. There's all different forms of transportation. And maybe a car isn't the cheapest way. I've been right. thinking about that personally recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I have a, I, When I first come out here, I we, we bought a scooter. Yeah. yeah, I tooled around on a scooter, went yeah. to auditions, and you know I couldn't go on the free. Well, I could go on the freeway. It was, yeah, it was I had a Vespa, hundred eighty CCs. No, it was a Kawasaki. I think. Okay. I'm trying to picture you on a scooter yeah, it, on the, the well, four hundred five right yes, now. That's yes,
1: <laughs> quite fun. It was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just... You got
0: to do what you got to do. I,
1: I had a Vespa, which was great. Mm-hmm. I did the same thing. You know, it's um, a great way. Even a
2: bicycle. I have a friend yeah. who's who's our age. He has a car, but he never takes it. He lives in Silver Lake, and he uses his bicycle goes to auditions and yeah. he gives himself a lot of extra time. And, right. You know, but. And,
0: and there are tons of ways to pay off if you if you do have a car, though, that you could lift, Uber, whatever it is right. to try to pay for that yeah, car. Sure. Yeah. So, right.
1: And that's, uh, that dovetails nicely into our next thing. Evaluate your skills of what you're going to do to have a side job when you get here because we'll talk about this when we get on the two-year plan itself but you need to pick or start to figure out what is it you're going to do that pays for this two-year plan of pursuing acting it has to be flexible and it has to be um, one that you can either uh, do from home or get shifts covered it has to be able to change and be malleable uh So you can take your classes and go on your auditions, so are you gonna be an uber driver? Are you gonna be a nanny can you be can you bartend? Can you wait tables there's so many different things you can do. Um, But you should start figuring that out before you get here. Again, you don't want to walk here and go, I have no idea what I'm going to do.
0: Right. Like if you are picking to be a nanny, you should set up your profile on care or any of those sites and and have the experience so that you can – get your, when you get here, you can start nannying. Right.
1: right. You have references in your... Right.
0: What did you guys do, if you don't mind me asking?
1: I got, I (laughs) I was at home. I graduated UCLA, and they had just started to sell used vinyl. And I was like, ooh. And it wasn't like old school like it was now. It was just exciting that you were selling used records. And I was like, oh, now I can get all the records I want. I bought a huge trunk of records, and I Landed in L.A. with 200 bucks, But my friend was here in the meantime, set up an apartment. I lived with four guys in a two-bedroom, crappy apartment. And um, I walked around because I didn't have a car and found a waiting job that was really bad. Like I made 10 to $15 a shift twice a week and I said oh I can't do this and then I started at Chin Chin and Brentwood and uh, walked to work Which is a, I got a Chinese in, restaurant yeah I got into the Groundlings and they said well this is how much you owe to start I said I can't pay it," and they said well we'll defer you to January so I just worked my butt off for that September through December uh, picking up shifts and doing everything I could to move up quickly to become a waiter and I became a waiter right at the beginning of the year and then I could pay for Groundlings Wow. Then, yeah. So that's what I did for work. What did what did you do? Well, when I first came
2: out I, I had you carpentry the
1: carpentry or something? I had yeah, I had well, I had the scooter, so
2: mm-hmm. and then I graduated to a motorcycle and worked as a messenger. So I was on a motorcycle eight hours a day and it was horrible. I had two accidents and Ugh. anyway, so I decided I gotta do something else. And when I was in college theater, uh you also had to help build sets. So we learned carp I learned carpentry, you know, basic carpentry. So I got a job uh, doing finish carpentry with uh, with um, uh, Mindy Sterling's ex husband. Oh, okay, Brian. Um, yeah, was it flexible through the Groundlings? Yeah, he would let me go for auditions because his wife was an actress at the time. So, mm. yeah. But and then uh, and then I started working with um, Adam Carolla. We did uh, we carpentry business together. Yeah, I, w-
0: I work with him on uh, another After Show. He's great. Yeah, love him. Yeah. yeah,
2: Adam's a good guy, and and uh, anyway, so, but then I started. That's when I was in the Groundlings at the time. So I started. I got my first agent through the Groundlings. Right. I got my manager through the Groundlings, and I started getting more and more auditions. And I couldn't do the carpentry work as much, like so because I was working. So you can more wean off it. That's the
1: other thing. Yeah. Once you get your job, and we'll talk about that more next week. But you can wean off it. I, I had se- six shifts, and I slowly went down to one. But it
2: was like. I got here in '86. It was probably not
1: till like '91, '92, maybe even yeah '92 when I yeah. started solely just right. acting. That was basically my run too. I mean, after '86 to so I it think '91, six years, five six years. Yeah, to five six years. Make a living as an actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing you want to do, and and this is where we disagree a little bit but but there's a way to handle it is networking like learn see if you're a people person at your hometown in your high school in your community at college friends things like that to see if you can once a week or at least try to get a phone number once a week and see if you can put yourself out there there's a great book called how to win friends and influence people and we talked about this last week on how I'm literally on this show because of that approach, networking and meeting people and being open and friendly. Um, and I have always kind of been like that. My brother was going to go into politics, so he was just amazing and a Wall Street businessman. So I kind of learned from him. And then you want to practice that skill. It's not the end-all be-all. Uh, but at the very least you want to be easy to work with fun and pleasant. So, you know, Chris and I were talking about this before the show, he doesn't like the cheesy, like cocktail parties and all that kind of stuff. Yeah.
2: I always, you know, go into parties and meeting people and, you know, schmoozing as they call it, but I was never, never really into that. I just wanted to do the work, do a good job and go home. Um, I but just got an invitation for a show I worked on a couple of weeks ago. They're having their rent party, season rent right, party and right. I'm like, oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> "Are you going to do it though?" No. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing w- is, w- would you advise yourself to do it if you uh, were on I the would ad advise
2: side? anyone else who's just starting, starting. in the business okay. to do it. Ab- if if this were beginning of my career, yes. I would absolutely do it. I would have been thrilled to go to that. Right. But now, it's like eh. But see, this is what's great is because uh, none of the stars will be there. It'll just be the yeah, you know yeah. the crew people who you didn't even meet. Yeah, you know, and, and when you guest I star, mean, not you're, you're not. It's very like, nice, right? But yeah, you when you're just when you're just there for a couple know, of days, a couple of days, and all these people have been working together for months. They're and not months your and months
0: friends. Months. They're
1: you're right. acquaintances. You're just, right? Yeah. So listen, we approach that a little differently, but I will say, at the very least. Chris is always professional. Always does great work, and he's not in his dressing room closed and angry. No, he's meeting people. You, he's still walking away from a set with with a phone number. I purposely two, anyway. like to hang out on the set. When yeah, I'm, even when I'm not working, I just go right. around and watch and observe. And so, in know, a but- way, that's networking too.
0: Definitely. So, yeah.
1: so we both have you know learned a lot from and and a lot of our connections are from when we started the Groundlings. You know all the people that we met along the way. They're all dead now. Yeah, but yeah, and and it's sadly the young ones because we killed them. Yeah, yeah. They're in the trunk, right? Yeah, they're in the trunk, so we trunk? have to wrap that up.
0: Which one of you guys? Rock, paper uh, says shoot for I can't it. Can't really say. Yeah. Both yeah,
1: the lawyer's on his way. Well. Uh, the they trunk get, of the scooter. You to keep it. Yeah, 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 scooter. Yeah. 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 yeah, scooter trunk. That was a uh, yeah. That was a small. Small kid from uh, Wisconsin. Uh, anyway,
2: uh, but you want, but the, basically, you want you. You're gonna have to get a job. There's no way you're gonna come. Yeah. I mean, you know, once in a trillion times, someone comes out here and gets an audition and lands a, yeah, and think, oh, on a regular on a series. Is, this and is it. Boom. That's all it. But know.
1: yeah, you got to get work. You got to learn how to network, and then you also have to. We would say while you're at home, learn this business. Learn what this business is. What are the current trends? Who owns what? Like, you know, uh, AT&T just bought. God, who did they just buy? They bought the parent company to HBO. But just learn how the business works and, and, and what shows are popular. <laughs> but what shows are popular and why they're popular. If someone said to you, uh, oh, yeah, it's kind of like The Good Place, you better know at least what that is. Yeah. If you couldn't say, oh, is that the one with Ted Danson? I haven't seen it. But at least you know, yes, it's Ted Danson. I already look said it up Kristen There's Bell, but you could go Kristen to Danson Ballard, if you Ted Danson. Yeah. Yes, and of it's course. So,
2: it's so easy to look things up now. You know, yeah. it's so easy to, like, if I have an audition for a show that I've never heard of, you can go, go to Netflix go on or on Netflix go online, go to iTunes and. And download an
1: episode, and watch yeah. it, you know, to so
2: get yes. an idea
0: of what the show is. And specific. you guys always watch an episode if it's a, a show at that's least? Been on. If a trailer,
1: it's a show that I've never that seen, you've never seen, you at least watch a trailer yeah, of, it, of it or you know, bits of it, just, just to, to get, get a, the tone. Right,
2: right. Because some some comedies might be you know like The Office, very subtle and you know very you know everything. And then others like Big
1: Bang Theory, which are super broad. Yeah, you know, and you have to know the difference. You have to know the room you're walking in, and that's what we're saying. We're getting you ready to learn that now. So go through the uh go through like emmy nominations and things like that and then you know pick the shows and watch a couple episodes just so when you get here as we talked about last week you need just speak the language so you know what at least you know what's going on in your business um if you were starting to you said i want to get into music and i want to make eight track tapes it's not a wise decision not really happening right now so you don't want to walk out (laughs) (laughs) so you don't want to walk out here and not know what's going on so that's that's the next piece of uh, that's that's why you want to learn the business hollywood how it works who's doing what so there's trends and we've lived through them we were talking about after seinfeld ironically every character guy in town was called in to be kramer they all wrote it just like Kramer. They The lines were similar to how what Kramer would say, and they would say, oh, d- but don't do Kramer. Do something different. So every TV show was looking for their Kramer, and that was a trend. Right now, it's about uh, ethnic diversity. That's the trend that's going on now. That doesn't mean – that we have no jobs, it just means that you know the the parts that we get might be completely different than the ones we were getting before. So,
0: how does somebody learn the trends just by seeing what's happening the most?
1: Yeah, just yeah.
2: by watching. Look, yeah, at, just look by watching. Look at commercials. Watching. Every guy in a commercial has a scruffy beard and right. a beanie and a and, and, and dark rimmed glasses. <laughs> yeah, that you know, seems to be yeah, like the a commercial right, look right
1: like beards. Beards became a huge thing a few years ago. And big, thick beards were the thing. I'm going to work on that. A little off the topic, but the thing now with commercials is, which
2: is very sad for us, yeah. is that 75% of them now are non-union. Yeah. And we're both union guys, and yeah. I'm not going to scare. Yeah, and, yeah. And so, but I would say for someone coming out here who doesn't have their SAG card yet... Yeah. Commercials are a great way to get experience being yeah. on a set, working. You know, and a lot of times you don't have to be the greatest actor in the world to be an Right, that's a, lot of,
1: lot a lot of times.
2: Most of them are just holding it up and smiling. You know, yeah, anybody yeah. can do that. So, um, and
0: they it, pay pretty well. They and, pay well, pretty
2: well. Yeah, uh, non-union does not, but not it's as good. But you're getting
1: paid Com- compared
0: it, to a day active. of working at Chin Chin. Right.
1: right. Yeah. Exactly. But, exactly. But it's better. At and 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 yeah, that's way true. But the. The other thing, if you're going to do commercials, the other piece of advice I would say, what is your type? Know your type. So if you're going to come out here and try to do commercials and uh, you're a short woman who's heavy set, then you're not going to go out for, like, Vanna White roles, probably. I don't think the kids know who
0: Vanna White is. No, I know who Vanna Vanna White
1: is. Vanna White is, okay, yeah. Uh, Then who's? I don't know. I don't know who's uh the, the beer
0: model uh, Ga- you're not gonna <laughs> go out for
1: parts of gal Gadot. but you're not gonna be yeah, a bikini yeah. model yeah, or, yeah yeah exactly so you could just have to know your type we knew gal Gadot's
0: wonder woman by yes, the way guys. by the by the way
1: <laughs> yes i know who gal Gadot, he's my celebrity no, crush. not to
0: you to the people oh
1: to the pe- if if they don't people know Van don't know who, life, then i don't know if they, yeah, know gal if they Gadot. don't know gal Gadot, please get a job at the gas station uh so no <laughs> Who is that? I don't know. It's Wonder Woman. (laughs) Just kidding. So they uh, – but you have to be honest and know what you're going to sell because you're going to come out here and you're going to sell yourself. So if you don't know what type you are, um, and you're going to know by the stuff you've done in your acting classes at home, what roles did you get cast in? I was – cast as um Renfield and Dracula the creepy guy who ate the flies and then Hugo and Bye Bye Birdie the nerdy friend um I was cast as the quiet awkward uh Peter Van Dam uh, and um Diary of Anne Frank like so I was the quirky offbeat you know, and I knew that coming here.
0: What do you guys think about when you're coming here? If you are the short, heavy set female living in the Midwest somewhere, mm-hmm. do you think it's smart to try to change your look to no. what is hot right now or trendy? Or do you think I don't think that's possible? Just embrace. It yeah,
2: I mean, if you if you're you're short ten you're pounds overweight, you could change that. But if yeah, you're, yeah I you mean know, if you're you Melissa can.
1: McCarthy, you right. Know, and she embraced. Look, and she embraced yeah. it. She embraced it and made it work. And she's so talented and so funny. And the other thing is, is right now, sadly, what the the thing that's least wanted is um, Caucasian women from twenty five to thirty five. Because it's just an overdone, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you and I were talking about this recently, where you're like, "Oh, maybe I should go back to more ethnic look, yeah. your original ethnic look, and things like that." Because that's what the new trend is. Yeah. And what's
0: um, your ethnicity? Oh, I'm Jewish, but I usually, I was a, a lot darker looking, yeah. and I had brown, very dark, dark hair. brown hair. Um, which and is I, which is great, I right? Speak a little right now. Spanish, so it was more like you could be yeah, little, right
1: a little bit you could be anything and that opens it up but my
0: side job my thing that I do for a living is hosting so right now this look is in so it's hard to it's an interesting yeah yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) a wig for hosting yeah Yeah. (laughs) a wig for hosting there you go but you have to be honest about what you're gonna sell and if you come out here and you have no idea who you are because of you should know that anyway from the homework that you've done at home uh, from the plays and
2: well when I was in College and graduate school. I went all through graduate school for acting, and I played. You know, I was Hamlet, I was Dracula, I was Orlando, and as you like. I was always leading, leading man roles yeah. in in graduate school. Yeah. And when I got to but L.A., you, but you were handsome
1: back then. Well,
2: yeah. <laughs> so, so everything's caught up with me. But uh, um, when I got to L.A., there were leading men. Right. I mean, there were Tom Cruise's and, uh, you know. Yeah. And so, Ryan I, uh, so I, you know, I said, well, you know what? I'm going to be a character actor then. Yeah. So I put on a little weight
1: and, yeah. you
2: know, started maybe not shaving all the time. and, and
1: uh, People forget you know. Tom Hanks is a character actor. That's how he started. Yeah. That's how yeah. he started, you know? um but but, uh, yeah you know i was more like john candy or or, right uh, you know jack or. we were always the wacky friend and the wacky office worker like you mentioned before you know and uh and you know brand the the good brand and then the goofy brand X. that's who we always were and then listen then most importantly i know i've talked a lot about business stuff you've got to study the craft what chris was mentioning earlier uh he jumped the gun, but he was right on point. Which is, you've <laughs> got to watch a ton of movies. Yeah. watch the actors you like. Take the AFI um, top, top one hundred films and just walk through them, and and you know see why they were nominated. Why um, things? You know, a lot of times it's the climate of the nation that influenced why a movie was uh, best picture or even nominated. Um, you take your, I, I love Meryl Streep. Well, then watch her in the 70s, watch her in the 80s, watch her in the 90s, you know, watch one movie per decade. Um, because like we talked about last week, this is the language we speak, people are, and especially producers, um, not producers as much, but directors and other actors, they want to talk this language, and the language is film. So if we sat down yeah. and said, Hey, Gal Gadot. Is you know perfect for the. It's kind of a Gal Gadot type. You better know what that means. Yeah. If you know? a director's giving you
2: directions, is a, a lean more toward the Travis Bickle from ta- Taxi Driver, or a, right? Yeah. You know, you got to know what that is. Yeah. And right. If you have no frame of reference, go now. You can go quickly. Oh, Travis Bickle. You can quickly yeah, yeah, look yeah. it up, but. But back, you know,
1: but, but still... If you
0: can, but sometimes you don't have that right, 30 you have seconds. Have that time, you right? gotta...
1: Well, I just did... Uh, I mean, last year I did School of Rock, broad comedy. I, the the way I did it on my tape was how I booked it. Very broad. It was, a, it was a waiter that had just done a horror movie and was all excited that his horror movie was coming out. And these kids had seen the horror movie and they were all terrified of him at this thing. And then when they came to my close-up, the guy came out and he just said... Uh, it was... Uh, it was Jay Cogan. Jay Cogan, yeah. Yeah, a friend I from I did that show, too. I played a waiter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so he said, you know, I did it the way and the way they had originally done it over and over. And then he said, you know what? Nah, do Jack Nicholson. Now, what was interesting is I was supposed to me a, a creepy guy. So it wasn't Jack Nicholson. It was Jack Nicholson from The Shining. Mm-hmm. And I knew what he meant because it was a horror thing. That's what I'm talking about. You really want to know. And we yeah, talked if you had about. You said well, who's
2: Jack Nicholson? Right. Or <laughs> if, or
1: or if you said, wait, Jack Nicholson from Easy Rider, or Jack Nicholson from As Good as It Gets? No, you know you have to know what that meant. So we talked about this last week. If you you have to love this business, so if you know, study these at home. You can do this right now. You can go to the library and get plays now and start reading. Who are the? Look that up. Ten biggest playwrights. Of, of all time and obviously you know, got to new a few Shakespeare plays you have to know a few Tennessee Williams plays Neil Simon you know you can do this every day Ashley Judd I was in class with her and she read a play every morning from 7 to 9 a.m. every day where were day. you in class with her? Uh, Playhouse West yeah so that's the other thing is that you really want to immerse yourself so all these skills came together so uh, Roxy thought it would be interesting if we talked about how we used all these things and so I was – as I said, I came with $200. I walked to my waiting job. Um, I did that because I could walk and then I would take the bus to the groundlings. That was my transportation. My living situation was I lived in a really low-budget, bad neighborhood, two-bedroom apartment with four guys. I slept on an air mattress that deflated every night because I borrowed it from somebody. So I'd go to bed on it and I'd wake up on the floor. For how long? Uh, That was probably like six to eight months. And then I made enough that I bought myself a mattress that still stayed on the floor. And then um, I moved to another apartment with four guys, a little better. And then I got a scooter. I got a Vespa. That was my transportation. Um, And then when I got my first commercial, that's when I got a really crappy – uh, hatchback Honda for a thousand bucks, but I had been out here at UCLA. Um, I I started at the Groundlings, but I loved movies anyway. I always loved movies. Me and my friends in college always went to movies um, all the time. And as I said last week, you know, I I just knew that Groundlings was not only a fun place to go, but it was a wise move because it was well known. So that was kind of how I started, yeah. And and I and I my big regret is I didn't save the money, and I wish I would have. That that's the one thing
0: before coming here,
1: before coming back. I left UCLA, went home for the summer, and then came back. And I wish I would have had real money saved. Well, my my wife and I well, she came out here with the to be an actress, you know, to be an actor too, and
2: and uh, she didn't have. I had the luck sooner, you know. A, Booking things and getting work and getting an agent and she was twenty seven when we moved out here. We were both twenty seven and that's that's washed up for mm-hmm. women. I mean, mm-hmm. that's like you're
1: over the hill already. You know, I mean, back I, then it's not as much yeah, now. Not but not so much then now, but, no, but back, back welcome then to it my was, life. Yeah. 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 No, well, I no, no but I hate it's to not as that, much. No,
0: no. no, you're. I get it.
1: But um, back then, absolutely, it was much tougher. Yeah, much tougher, and there was a
2: lot less work back then. There's tons more work now than there was back then. But um, anyway, so she took like real jobs, God bless her.
0: What do you mean, real jobs?
2: Well, she, you know, she worked at a publicity firm. She, you know, she took like regular nine job, to five nine jobs, nine to five jobs. And uh, that, that really helped. But then, you know, then I started making more money and, uh, you know, she still wanted to work. So, but anyway, that's, I was, that's a different circumstances. I don't know if, how many married people are going to be moving right. to LA, but. Right. Right. Um, Sometimes if you have a significant other, it, it helps. So you feel yeah. like
0: she was able to help support you yes. in in yes. your career, and then were you able to pay that forward to her in yes. hers as well? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So you kind
0: of go where the hand is hot.
2: And she's working again now. So yeah, yeah. That tells you how my career is like right now. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean it's it's like living in L.A. You know, we yeah. have a mortgage, we've got the bills to pay, and it, you know. And living in L.A. is extremely expensive. Right. I mean, right. if I go back and I look at what I've made over the years as an actor, and I was living in Michigan, yeah. I'd be living in the wealthiest area of Michigan. Right. Here I live in a very, a uh, very small house. I, I live out in the high desert, so which is even farther from L.A. Mm-hmm. Like forty-five miles from here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, you know, I have a small house. I have an acre, and it's out in the country. It's out in the desert. And I love it, but. Uh, that same house, put it in Michigan, and you know it's worth uh, you know a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So anywhere in L.A., that house is five, six, seven hundred thousand so dollars.
1: Well, what's interesting is it's funny because history is kind of repeating itself for me. Is that I I, um, I am uh, in an apartment um, with my girlfriend and my daughter's uh, split custody with my ex-wife. Girlfriend. <laughs> Easy. and then I
0: can't even get in on that joke. She's amazing, and I love her. She's inflatable. (laughs) That's pretty good to me. It's
1: full circle because I slept on an air mattress when I came, and Um, now I have an inflatable girlfriend.
0: Good for you. Good for you moving up in the world.
1: (laughs) No. So what's interesting is right down the hall in the two-bedroom near me are four young actors Mm. doing the same thing. It's, It's three women and one guy, and they all share this apartment. And they're doing the same thing that I did. They're all starting out here, but and you know, they look at you and say, "That's what I got to look forward yeah, to." Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, I've, 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 I've seen the moving van move up yeah. after they. So, no, but it's it's really funny because for them, you know, then they're each paying like six, seven hundred dollars, which is manageable for for them. So – and then at one point they even had a fifth, like just crashing on a couch bed uh, in the middle of the floor. That's what you have to do and that's what we're talking about, the living lean and things like that. So for you, Roxy, you live here. You're not making a big move. So in terms of these things that we spoke about, like what – because we said that we want to – Touch on my week as an actor and then your uh, week as uh, or the subject as someone who's trying to transition into acting. Mm. So what do you think um, with these topics that are that you relate to hard to deal with?
0: So much of it is is challenging. I mean, mm-hmm. um, it was a little different for you guys because I think your, your side careers, your side jobs, not careers, were things that you wanted to wean off of, right? Um, right. And the one that I have selected, which mm-hmm. I don't know if I suggest for people, but, right. um, but I don't know that I don't. It just sure. is kind of what, what I started picking up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the more I book... The harder it is to step away from it, right. because it's hard to walk away from finances. It's hard to walk away. Right. And,
2: but you it seems like you love doing this, and I do. Yeah. I do love
0: doing it. I love doing both. So it's, I'm I'm having a hard time, right? Uh, figuring out what that line is, so that I can make enough time for my right. acting and for and and using the hosting to pay for my Groundlings classes, which right. are by the way ungodly expensive. Oh yeah. I I don't know why coming out here. I didn't know that. Right. Uh, well, what about? I mean,
2: there's other like Upright Citizens Brigade. There. Are
0: yeah, other, really. Inspiring. I mean,
2: Groundlings seems is like the, the
1: place.
0: Yeah. But and Flux Comedy amazing. Dojo
1: at Playhouse West with yours truly.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it's also the time too. You know, yeah. and figuring that all out. So I have a hard time organizing my schedule to make sure that I'm feeding each bucket. Right, putting something in each bucket every day.
1: Well, that's what's so interesting when you said about the type thing, mm-hmm. you know, because absolutely advantageous for you right now. If you got a little tanner, like you said, you can get really tan. Yeah. You know, you get tanner and you could let your hair go dark, then you'd be like in the wheelhouse of so many parts right now. Yeah. Which is and so but I understand. But this is see, that's the other thing. Like we could take off an apron or he could put down a hammer. And then we're ourselves. It's a lot different when you're hosting. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. So
0: it, it's been an interesting, an interesting little journey for me, and I think that the career, the side job that I've picked, does. Um, unlike um, being a waiter or working in construction, which you could also network while doing that and meet people, but mine is directly helping. Right. The bigger I get, the more hireable I am in both fields.
2: Right. So and you're still in the entertainment business.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's interesting to try to figure out that balance. That's yeah. what I'm currently. I wouldn't even say struggling with, but just. Looking into, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, yeah, just trying to figure all of that out.
2: Now, do you have? Are you actively pursuing acting? I mean, do you have a ma- an agent, a manager? So a... I
0: came out here for that reason. I went to USC. I was an acting major and a oh. film minor, um, and did the whole community theater growing up. I was in a, a group called the Freelance Players. I was in every, every high school play. Was that and what was your type? Person. Um, you know, you, back you... then, like, I was Tiger Lily in Peter Pan, so right. I, I looked a little different. Um, right. And I was uh, always quirky. Very... not. Okay. I was not leading lady. I was okay. a little quirky, but um, I was, was a the best a friend lot of yeah, the
2: leading lady. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Who
0: yeah. was... The leading lady was my best friend, also. Right. She always was booking lady, leading lady, and she's amazing at Juilliard now. Um, but I, that was me, and then when I came out here, the hosting thing fell so easily and so I, that's the How direction. did you get into
1: this? Yeah,
0: I met Kevin who um, mm-hmm. owns this whole studio and started this on a plane wow. and uh, we were sitting next to each other and he had just filmed the movie and the camera crews were walking by him and yeah. I, in my head I was coming out here to go to USC and I wanted to be an actress and was coming out here for that reason so I said oh, wh- who just struck up a conversation because I said "Oh, were, were those your crews? What were you guys doing? And then six hours later, yeah, he was like, you should come audition to be the first host at our network,
1: which wow. was here.
0: And oh, that's how it happened. Wow. Yeah, pretty wild. Um, now,
2: you're, you're I'm, I don't want to pry, but no, you're, you're, you're making a living doing this. Yeah. You don't have any other job.
0: No. Well, I, I have 17 hosting jobs. So I'm here. I'm over at Nerdist and Collider and Screen Junkies and all of the places um, right. that... Hosting are, but right. I don't have a uh, restaurant job or a nanny. Right. So
2: you're you're paying your bills with doing the this. entertainment industry. Yes. Sure. So you have, but you have flexibility though too, don't you? I
0: do, I do. But I I still work tons of hours. So I have sure. flexibility to a certain extent, like, 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 like anybody. Right. Well, you we know.
1: talked one time about uh, an acting teacher that she met through my play and wanted to work with her, and I said, "Oh, these are the times," and she's like, "Oh, shoot!" It I was like, "I'm fit. live
0: on air those times, right?" I, so that's it didn't I do.
1: Why don't you do a live on air acting class? There you go. We were, that's so, what we're gonna do. So
0: that's <laughs> that's well, that, how that is to actually gonna, gonna be to we're actually
1: that. part of the the uh, just to let you guys know that is going to be part of this we're going to have acting teachers come in and actually do acting scenes we're going to have an episode where right here though yeah 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 well roxy will bring in a, a scene and i'm going to work with her and we're right. going to cool. do that kind of stuff there so yeah, that's I'm why excited. we're saying the show and the business at the same time but yeah i mean so so right you're in a transition thing to go oh okay so the thing i did to uh, pay the bills or whatever is now, now you're it's sounding like you're at a crossroad kind of a little bit at a crossroads and you're trying to figure out, yeah, but because it's acting so,
0: is still where my heart is, but do, you know I have, my but do you have representation, representation in, in the theatrical world? No,
1: oh, a, right, yeah. but but uh, but the other thing is, you could um, get a commercial agent very easily, I would think, yeah, I would think you could get a commercial agent very easily.
0: Why would you guys think that
1: because you could? I mean, you, just because of your experience doing this, wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah.
2: On-camera experience. Yeah.
1: Like, literally a ton of on-camera yeah. experience. It would be very wife, easy. You could be the mom. You could be, you know, yeah. the young mom. The young the, mom or the... Thanks for throwing the,
0: that word young in there. Young in the, yeah, young.
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The team... <laughs> the the, the team the mom. Yeah, mom of the yeah. teens, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dropping your kid off at school, at yeah. the, at college. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. You're, you're still in grade school, and
2: you have a child. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. could do that. Yeah. yeah, you could do that too. No, but I'm, I'm just saying. that, You know, I think that would might be, like we were saying, get a com- try and get a commercial so agent. So a
0: couple of years ago, um, so I was a little smaller. And you're AFTRA? No, eligible.
2: So there's a lot of non-union yeah. commercial work. You know, yeah. I, I I don't want to encourage. I only encourage people who don't have a whole lot of experience right. to do that. But right.
1: I encourage people to join the union. You know. Yeah. But, yeah, but when I mean, you're SAG eligible, don't join. That's until, why I'm not joining. Yeah. Until. Don't join you until to. you yeah. have to. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah but, that's that's been my but yeah. Process. I
1: think I think for you for sure you could do that. Do you have pictures?
2: And, do you have pictures?
1: And yeah. Headshots? And yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, space I mean,
0: them mean, okay. On me. Oh, so here's a then, networking. Then here's networking. a then here's you're a question. Doing it, you don't even know oh. well, I'm doing it. So then here's a real
1: question. Here's a real question. If because you've established yourself in hosting. If you slowly went to darker hair, would it hurt you in hosting now? Yeah, I don't understand At why this point? that would be... No, I, I don't At think, this point for you?
0: I don't think it would necessarily hurt. Honestly, I started booking more when I went pink than when I was... How funny. Yeah, so I, I, I'm for willing this, to I do... For this I could
1: see, that, yeah, maybe. But- yeah. I'm, for hosting, yeah. I'm
0: willing to do... They want
1: cool people, like us. And that's yeah, actually yeah, yeah.
0: when I went pink is when I got... Um, I was going out for Dunkin' Donuts, Home Depot, also all those, and they they were looking for tattooed, edgy girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was pink, and that was working well for me then.
1: Right, and then that
0: kind of faded really quick. And then yeah, yeah. Yeah. the
2: thing is, you can't you can't like be
1: everything.
0: Yeah, no, you You can't be
1: everything, but you can also adapt to the trend. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. I uh, like I again I talked about last week I grew this beard and had nothing to do with business I just was uh, you know lazy I, yeah lazy <laughs> yeah Just I'm, lazy. honestly
0: I'm willing to change my look all the time anytime whatever right
1: I need to well do. I guess my main question was do you think it would hurt your hosting gigs that you have now
0: uh, I don't I don't know
1: just do like one hair at a time yeah. and see if they notice. then yeah. slowly I like
0: a good skunk yeah. look yeah. yeah there you go, oh, go yeah like, like a Cruella
2: DeVille yeah shave yeah. it shave it off yeah. and then yeah. you know, twos all over your head I yeah. thought
0: about that when when edgy was cool for a little yeah, bit so yeah, yeah, and all yeah, those girls the, had the half shaved yeah. look but then yeah. once
2: the Porn stars start doing it, then you yeah, know, it's yeah.
0: Then you a always
1: got to bail anymore. on that, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Whatever. It's whatever hard to you grow know, back
0: do. that quick, though. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. But no, I mean, I think if it wouldn't hurt your job, I mean, how could you find out? Could you just ask them? Could you talk to them and say, "Would it bother you if my hair got dark?" And you know,
0: yeah. But I, that- w- I, wonder, commercially, would it help me? You guys think to be right now, right now
1: yeah. Eth- because right now, looking at you, you could literally be so many ethnicities. I wouldn't even know. You could be Hispanic. You could be Middle Eastern. You could be Jewish. You could be Italian. Italian. I mean, there's so many different things you could be, and that's what's going. That is what's going on. A lot of it's ethnically ambiguous. Right, ethnically ambiguous. Like you know, but but a world citizen. That's what they're looking for. The person that can play anywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what's going on. So, uh, you know, that's something you should think about. But thanks, uh, friends. Yeah, no problem. So listen. We're answering Roxy's questions. We'd like to answer yours. Yeah. So look us up on iTunes. Um, You can give us a review there. Uh, You can leave comments there for us. And we'd love to answer any of your questions for any of our upcoming shows um, on any topic. It doesn't matter. We're going to do a Q and A section in the show, you or even can,
0: comments if you start to implement any of these things that Sean yeah. and Chris are teaching you. Then right. let us know what you're doing so that we can talk about that on air too to see yeah. what's working, what's not. All that. Yes,
1: exactly. You can go to iTunes as well. Leave comments, questions YouTube, there. Yeah. You can uh, YouTube. Uh, so uh, Twitter if you want to reach out to me I'm at at that guy SMW on Instagram and then we have uh, the fabulous and amazing
0: yes Roxy
1: Stryer Uh, you can
0: find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer and Chris we're teaching Twitter more after this
1: Really. If you have a, if you have a, a if you have a fire and if you have a fire in a big jacket, you can reach them by smoke signals. Yeah, out in the smoke desert. Signals, yeah. yeah, smoke That's signals out works. in the desert. A hey, dial phone. So next week, guys, we're, we're gonna uh, we teased about what what we're gonna do. We did this week. Next week, we're actually gonna have someone who applied these things and is now living out here pursuing his two year plan right now. His name is Tim Peck, and uh, we met him in Nashville like five six years ago. Um, and that's what we're going to talk about, what to do when you get here and how to maintain two years of pure focus. And I'll explain next week why two years is a great number uh, Mm. for you to focus on. So uh, I, as always, am grateful to be here. Thank you, Roxy. Thank Thank you, you. Chris. And uh, thank you for letting me be part of your artistic journey. See you next week.